Well, hello, and welcome back to the Being Wordy Nerdy podcast. Um, I had two episodes back in uh, February when I first launched the podcast, um, and I liked what I had. I really did. Uh, the first episode really delved deep into what my podcast listening uh, habits are, um, and then we uh, the topic for that first episode was ma- mainly astro science dealing at the time. You know, this was like mid uh, February, I want to say. Um, then toward the end of the month, middle of the month, just mid to end of the month. Um, that's when it was the uh, scouting combine for the NFL, and uh, the topic of that show split between um, talking about Joe Burrow's hand size and if that really meant anything, which it doesn't. Uh, by the way, if uh, you didn't follow it, uh, the virtual draft, um, Joe Burrow was picked number one. But anyway, so uh, that was that topic, and then it split back into science dealing. Talked a lot about baseball, ramped up a lot about baseball. My mentality over sports, and just the way I'm consuming things um, these days, has dramatically changed. As has as has it has for a lot of people uh, because of uh, the coronavirus, COVID nineteen, however you'd like to refer to it as, but. Um, Ramping up for the baseball season in February, March, I was I was pumped. I was ready. I was ready for the 2020 baseball season. I was all over it, listening to podcasts, watching videos online, listening to experts, reading articles, everything you could imagine. I was prepping. I was, I was saying to myself, I'm, I'm going to cover this 2020 season. Um, and then, of course, everything shut down because of the coronavirus. Everything just completely shut down stores, uh, I was out, uh, I was, I was, um, I guess you could say self-quarantined for about two weeks, I had started feeling sick, uh, took a couple of days from work just to, um, get some rest, uh, because it felt like allergies or some type of cold, um, but then places started to close and shut down and the NBA shut down and my job called me back and said, you know what, take the rest of the weekend and then the weekend turned into a week and then, um, my job closed down and people started to get furloughed and fortunately I was not uh, furloughed in um, in my in the position I'm in um, thankfully um, so I was home for two weeks and then I got back to work about uh, a little bit after that so I, I'm blessed and fortunate to be in the position I'm in where I haven't had to worry about um, Will I be working or am I going to be home for an extended period of time? The most I sat at home was two, the two weeks that I was self-quarantined pretty much. That was it. Other than that, I've been pretty much living my life as normal as it can be. The only normalcy that I'm craving, as are a lot of people craving currently, is sports. And it's kind of a long way of going around it, but um, that is the point of this podcast. I'm rebooting it. Um, started the podcast um, back in February, like I said at the top, uh, with the intentions of, just like my blog is, it leans heavily towards sports, leans, you know, the coverage is going to lean more Mets, Patriots, but I I will talk about other sports 
and anything related to sports. Uh, I, I'm not bogging myself down onto those, just those two teams, but it is heavily sports centric. Um, there are times where I'll, you know, talk about, hey, you know, I'm watching this TV show or I saw this movie or I played this game because I do want to keep it um, the style of my blog and of my writing that I've always had. And that's conversational. I want to have a conversation with whoever listens to this or whoever reads my stuff. Um, I want it to feel like you're having a conversation with me. Um, It's as you could probably tell from the way I'm handling this podcast. It's not very structured. Um, I don't have a run of show. Maybe you know I, when I first when the I was first starting to record these episodes, I was typing up a run of show. I was thinking about okay, what is my topic? You know, um, but I kind of got away from that. Um, I don't know. I, right now, the first the original first episode of this podcast is still up. Uh, you can find it on Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify. Uh, Pocket Casts, um, pretty much any uh, Google. It's also on Google. Um, uh, on another episode, if you guys are interested, um, I can tell you how I got it on those uh, different platforms. But pretty much on any pod- podcast uh, platform that you listen to your podcast on, you can find my podcast. Um, I- I'm going to create more content. I- I've had this itch over the last week or so. I just stopped. I stopped. I stopped writing. I stopped recording. I stopped anything creative that I enjoyed doing because I got so caught up in work, and got caught up in the routine again. Um, and just yesterday, I put up a blog um, because I had read the wonderful uh, and phenomenal uh, Peter King, the uh, sports journalist. His uh, Monday column, his Football Morning in America column on uh, Pro Football uh, Talks website, NBCSports.com. He was able to get an interview with Dr. Anthony Fauci, the director of um, uh, the director I had in here. Uh, I'll keep talking while I look it up. But um, he was able to lock down Dr. Anthony Fauci, Peter King did. And to talk to him about um, where he sees the coronavirus right now, where he sees the return of sports. Um, obviously, Peter King covers the NFL, so his his guys is more looking at the NFL landscape and football's landscape. Uh, okay, so I have it here. So, Dr. Anthony Fauci is the director of the National Institutes for Health. You probably know his name by now. You've definitely seen him on the news. You've more than likely heard him talk at some point in time over the last two, three months. Um, He has pretty much become the subject matter expert on the coronavirus. Um, So, I lost my train of thought, but, uh, so he he was able to get a hold of Dr. Fauci, um, I listened to his uh, podcast conversation that he had with Fauci, but I, I also read um, the, the lead to his column uh, where he outlines everything Fauci said in his conversation. And um, it was basically when I listened to the conversation, I read the column. I said, this is it's it's a basic form of writing something. Just listen or, you know, find a, a, a form of research and then just kind of go off of it and reference it and source it properly and that's what i did um 
the blog, my blog is uh, sports in 2020. That's the question. <laughs> and I said coronavirus has the answer. Um, and Fauci outlines, you know, the reasoning behind uh, coronavirus um, having the answer. And I'll, I'll look at, the, I'll, I'll read those quotes off in a moment because I do want to talk about this. Um, so it was just basically, it was my way of getting back into writing. It's something super short. I, I'm more of the type to write long form. Uh, my last blog post was the end of March, and it was a long piece on Brady's departure from the Patriots. Kind of my goodbye to Brady as a fan of his for um, 16 years as a Patriot fan, and just looking back at his career and his impact on my sports fandom. Um, and then I ended it. Um, and this is what leads to what I'm working on next and what I've sat on for, honestly, a few weeks too long um, is uh, Jared Stidham as QB1 for the Patriots in 2020. Um, at the end of that blog post, I said I think it's the best bet for the Patriots to have Jared Stidham as their uh, quarterback of choice, uh, at least for 2020. I don't want to... I'm all in on Jared Stidham. From things I've read and heard, and I've done a lot of research on him in preparation for the blog that I want to write um, about him. Uh, Everything that I've read, every clip I've seen of him reading his um, scouting combine um, draft. I'm doing bad today. But basically... uh, the report on Stidham going into the 2019 draft when Patriots picked him in the fourth round. Um, he would have been a first rounder or second rounder from what I read, if not for a lackluster uh, 2018 season on his behalf. And I also was reading, too, that in this year's draft, he would have not ranked higher than, say, a Joe Burrow or even a Justin Herbert, but he would have ranked higher than a Jordan Love, a Jalen Hurts, uh, players of that uh, ilk, that level. Um, And it was a very talented and deep draft. It wasn't the best quarterbacks, I'd say. I mean, Joe Burrow, by far and away, is a franchise quarterback, and he's going to be a special player for the Bengals. Great choice. No-brainer in... Uh, for the position they're in, they needed a quarterback. Um, nothing's a sure, th- no player or anything is sure, a sure thing, of course, but uh, Joe Burrow is, um, I think, going to be a special player. Um, Stidham would have probably not ranked or drafted higher than Atua, uh, even under normal circumstances, or even if Stidham had a great last season at Auburn, uh, but he would have ranked probably on the same level as, say, you know, the Herberts, the Jordan Loves, um, the Jalen Hurts, uh, people people like that. Um, and I think reading that and seeing that and hearing that and from what I've seen in my research of Stidham, to me, that's enough. That's enough for me to be sold on him as the quarterback uh, for 2020 and potentially beyond uh, for Jarrett Stidham. Um but uh, as you can tell, I'm just ranting pretty much um, on this return to 
uh, podcasting. But um, that's that's really what I'm getting at uh, with with this reboot of the podcast. Um, I love sports, and there's so much of it, but so little of it right now. And I kind of want to inject myself into the conversation in a time where there's really not much to talk about. And really just to talk about when is it coming back? When can we expect it? How, how is it going to look? Um, and that's that's really what got me back behind um, the keyboard yesterday. I wanted to start kind of in my own head and for my own research and for whomever reads my stuff. Like... I wanted to, you know, send out, okay, this is what you should be looking at. And Peter King's uh, article, which I'll pull up, really was the first thing. And I've avoided any type of news. I don't want to watch the news. I don't want to hear it. Because, unfortunately, it, it has become so political. And as I've shared and promoted the the blog post today, um. Something I'm trying to make extremely clear is we should not be making anything political right now. There's nothing to make political right now. And I've heard, I have family members who are who, who've made it political, who have tried to make the situation political, um, just based on the fact that they're stuck at home and they're blaming it on a, you know, a, a, an official saying, you know, they're not allowing us to go back to work. Look, there's reasons behind everything, but it, it's just to me, it, it's just not. Oh, it's not a. It's not politics right now. Is is there politics involved? Sure, sure, of course. There's always going to be a left, right, center, or whatever view of anything. But I just think in the situation we're in as a country, um, we shouldn't be making it a, a political escapade of things and saying, oh, you know, we're not opening up the country because, you know, Fauci works for Trump and Trump X, Y, and Z. And, oh, the media's coverage is fake news and yada, yada, yada. And we shouldn't be talking about that. We should talk, be, the, the first thing we should be talking about is the health and safety of people. And to focus in on sports for this, for for my purpose here, is the health and safety of players, coaches, athletes, staff, um, staff members, front 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 office executives, um, all those people involved in teams have to be healthy and okay in order to even think about opening up the sports. Um, right now the. The two sports that are being impacted the most right now is the NBA and baseball. Baseball, I would argue, most especially. Football still has a few more months before it could be potentially impacted, and it, it just might. Uh, there's a little more optimism around football coming back because of how far off it is. It's about three four months away, and we'll be three or four months more advanced in understanding this virus. And that brings me to Peter King's great piece. You have to read the whole piece. I'm only going to pick and choose parts of it. But the two parts of it that I want to highlight are the ones that I included, that I quoted in my blog. And um, this 
is the start of uh, what Peter King wrote. So Peter King writes, quote, Talking to Fauci was enlightening, if only to reinforce what most people in America who care to be informed about this coronavirus are thinking right now. We don't know the future. Anthony Fauci doesn't know the future either. Our fate, and certainly the NFL's fate in 2020, depends on so many things we can't know now. How long this spread will last, how severe the second wave of it will be later this year, early in 2021, whether we can go into a football season, college or pro, with any certainty it will play out till its conclusion, whether fans will attend no games or all of them this season. I wanted Fauci to tell me and tell the country whether we'll be able to play out the 256-game regular season the NFL just announced with the February Super Bowl and some bit of normalcy back in this abnormal world. But Dr. Fauci couldn't say, because no one can. The virus, he said, will make the decision for us. End quote. For both. You know, the paragraph that King writes beautifully, and then Fauci's quote at the end of, quote, the virus will make the decision for us. Before I get to the next graph and quote that I pulled from this that I really loved from Peter King's column. Uh, and again, I, I implore you to read it. It's phenomenal stuff. Um, that part of it, that quote that King got from Fauci of the virus will make the decision for us. That was the first time that I had ever connected to this whole situation. Where before it was like, okay, the virus is running rampant. People are dying from this. We need to keep ourselves safe. Let's wash our hands. Let's stay home. All, all that stuff. The things we're used to now. Um, but never had it been. And in, in recent weeks, again, like I said at the top, I'm fortunate where I'm you know working and I'm able to be out of the house and have some type of routine where a lot of people don't have routines. Their routine is they wake up, they see the same four walls and same people in their house every day and they're losing their minds you know thankfully i'm not in that situation um but it, it it didn't hit me till i read this line where you know we're all getting to that point a lot of people are getting to that point now in recent weeks where they want to get back to games they want to get back to concerts they want to get back to being with friends and family they want to hug and shake hands and they want to go to the beach and they want to go to parties and they want to go back to work and they want to be around, you know, friends and family and they want to go drink and socialize and be within less than six feet of each other and um, all the things that were normal. That's what people are craving right now. And again, to tie it to what I'm trying to do here is people are craving sports. People want to have that um scheduled tv and that's why i mean the last dance documentary on jordan is great i've only seen its first two episodes but i don't think it would be as big and this might be a this might be a a bold opinion but i don't think that show that documentary would be as huge as must watch as it has become if there was other things going on, like the NBA playoffs, like the Major League Baseball season, like hockey still going on, um, 
if people were able to go to see Broadway shows and go out and party and I don't I really don't think something like that would be as big. I don't think a Tiger King on Netflix would be as big. It's just people are jumping into whatever society is doing at that given time and it would be the last dance. It would be Tiger King. It, you know, people are just kind of grasping for something to connect to. And that's what sports are. Sports are about connecting not only to a team that you root for, but the the fandom around it. And that's where it's going to be weird when sports do return. There's going to be no fans in the stands. And then when fans in the stands are finally allowed back into stadiums, it's going to be slow rolled. It's not going to be everybody back in at, at once again. It'll be a limited amount of people in the stands. And that's what people are craving. And that's what I'm craving. That's what I'm missing right now. I I told my girlfriend that the second baseball is back and the Mets have tickets to go see them at City Field, <clears throat> whatever they need me to do, if I have to be in a hazmat suit, wear gloves, a face mask, goggles, whatever you need me to do in order to go see baseball again, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And I feel like a lot of people feel the same way. I feel a lot of people will do whatever it takes to to return to, to some semblance of normalcy. And for a couple of weeks before I read this piece by Peter King and this interview we had with Fauci, I was of the mind of, yeah, let's open it up. Why not? I don't see what the problem is. And then I read that quote from Fauci where he says, quote, the virus will make the decision for us, end quote. When I read that and when I heard him say that, I said, wow. Just, just wow. We, we don't know anything and it has nothing to do with Fauci's position on President Trump's uh, COVID-19 task force or anything, anything of the sort. In terms of governmental positioning or politics or um, opinions, that's not an opinion. The coronavirus does not have an opinion. And that's why it's going to make the decision for us. It's going to tell us when we re- when we can reopen, when sports can return, when st- people can go back and sit in the stands. It's the, it's the virus. The virus will tell us. Uh, the other piece, part from this I wanted to mention was something that stood out to me, and it's more of an educated part of this, where it kind of educates you more on the virus. I tried to keep myself away from the news and the 24-7 news cycle and just a different, it's just too much, especially now with social media. You can get a lot of your information in a quick tweet, honestly. Um... But uh, I didn't really know much about the coronavirus and exactly how it transmits itself and things like that. And I loved what Peter King did. He asked of Fauci, specifically to the sport of football, uh, what con- you know the contact of person to person is and how it can tr- you know trans um, how how the virus can cross over to another person um, in the guise of football. And I thought that was brilliant because you could have just asked a broader question, said, "Oh, how does it, how does it, you know, 
how does it uh, infect someone else if you have the coronavirus? He said, no, let's make it uh, football specific. And for my case here, again, at being wordy nerdy, um, I want to make it sports centered. Not a pun towards ESPN at all. <laughs> that just kind of came out. But anyway, so this was the, the next graph and quote that I pulled from Peter King's column and, and, and sourced. Because it's it just really... it The first one kind of gives you that sticker shock of like holy holy crap like you know no matter who's making choices or not in government no matter how much we want to get back to normalcy the virus is making that choice and then now we get to that you're going to become more educated by just hearing this so king writes quote football's a different sport than many trying to figure a route back to play with so much physical contact i wondered could the virus be transmissible more in this game than others? With players sweating on each other and gripping and tackling each other. And this is when King quotes Fauci. Fauci, King quotes as saying, quote, sweat does not do it. This is a respiratory virus, the coronavirus is. So it's going to be spread by shedding virus. The problem with virus shedding is that if I have it in my nasal pharynx, and it sheds, and I wipe my hand against my nose. Now it's on my hand. You see? Then I touch my chest or my thigh. Then it's on my chest or my thigh for at least a few hours. Sweat as such won't transmit it. But if people are in such close contact as football players are on every single play, then that's the perfect setup for spreading. I would think that if there's an infected football player on the field, a middle linebacker, a tackle, whoever it is, as soon as they hit the next guy the chances are that they will be shedding virus all over that person. And I just, and that, that was the end of the quote that I left. There's more that Fauci says, but um, I, I was just wondering why I, I didn't take the rest of the quote, but I see why now. I just pulled literally four paragraphs from King's column that stood out to me. And there's more that Fauci tells king here there's it's it's lengthy it's lengthy and i suggest you read it like it's a it's a it's a fantastic read it's educate it's um educating and then after you read it listen to he has a 30 minute um conversation with fauci on his podcast which also i i suggest listening to um i but the takeaways from those two quotes again the virus is going to make the decision for us and then just a little education on the virus itself of it's a respiratory one it's not through sweat but that contact is kind of what does it again i'm speaking just based on what i read from the quote but just to kind of get away from the science of it all, because, you know, I'm not a scientist and I don't know anything in the slightest of what this means or doesn't mean. But the return of sports is going to be based on what happens with the coronavirus. We're heading into hotter, warmer weather, so the virus is not going to be as prevalent or as as aggressive, I guess you can say. So we're not going to see as many cases. There still will be cases, but not as many in the coming months. Good thing. But we but what a lot what you what you'll hear a lot from the Dr. Fauci's the warnings are okay this does not mean okay let's full force open everything all at once now no we have to be smart 
We have to be methodical about it. We have to take it slow. We have to take measures. We have to make sure we're testing people. And that's been the biggest thing for people who cover baseball. That has been the biggest thing in conversations and in bringing back baseball, for example, is we have to get the testing down. We have to ensure the health and safety of the players and all involved in whatever sport it is that wants to come back. The thing that is most paramount is the health and safety of every individual. Um, and, and that's the key. That's the key. Um, I desperately want baseball back. I really do. I love baseball. It is my favorite sport in the world, in the world. I love it so much. And it, it, it has really, I have really felt something missing. I'm so used to this time of year where I'm, I've, Last year this time, I had already gone to, I think, three or four games. And I was already planning in mid-March, like, I'm going to go to Mets opening day. I'm going to go to a game in April. And I was in discussions with the Mets themselves of, like, having season tickets for the first time because that's how much of a big fan I am. And it just, it just, it's just weird to have no baseball right now. It's just really weird. It's weird to have no sports. And, you know, at the time of the the draft, everybody was kind of knocking the NFL saying, oh, you know, how are you going to hold your draft? How are you going to still do free agency? And recently, how are you going to do the NFL schedule for the 2020 season? And people were kind of scoffing at it and not liking the NFL's choice of just kind of going full steam ahead. And you know what? Guess what? The NFL draft went went off without a hitch. It was probably, arguably, the best dra- draft, according to a lot of people who have covered the NFL. Um, it was arguably one of the best drafts <clears throat> that was ever done for the NFL. Um there was a there was an emotion behind it there was a there was an intimacy funny enough despite the the lack of despite social distancing there was an intimacy to it you saw gms with their families you saw players with their families and yes you know during the normal draft circumstances you'll see players you know at home with their families and things like that but um there was a lightheartedness to Roger Goodell sitting on his couch and leaning back and reading the draft picks instead of always going to the podium. There was something different. There was something more warm to it. And it was it was it was great. It was great. It was a great draft. It was a lot of fun to watch. It was must-watch TV. And the NFL provided that for people. The NFL provided, you know, even though it's kind of silly, but they, you know, it was hours of coverage of schedule for each team <laughs> like but that is the form of sports we're receiving right now and that's why i don't fault the nfl for kind of going full steam ahead. and i thank the nfl for going full steam ahead and you know what i love baseball to death but um through this whole entire coronavirus and this is this goes back to what i was saying at the beginning of the show is you know my my um, consumption of things has changed 
I'm so used to being all about baseball right now, and I don't even think about the NFL. But because there's nothing else, and there was only the NFL draft, and only the schedules, and only all this coverage all the time in the NFL, that that's what I've been listening to, podcast-wise, reading in terms of articles, um, just consuming everything football. I've become... A, a football. I'm becoming a football nerd because I'm not all the way there yet. But um, thank you to the NFL for that because it's it's making me more of a fan of a sport I already loved, um, and it, it makes me appreciate what we're missing right now. We're missing sports, um, and I, I wrote it briefly in my blog. Peter King quoted Fauci as saying it in his wonderful column. The virus will be the one that decides when everything goes back. Whenever that is. And that, that's the scary part. That's the, that's the reality we're living in right now in May of 2020. I'm recording this on the 13th, by the way. Uh, what is it? Today, Wednesday. Um, that's just the reality. And it's changing every day. Um, something I was going to kind of touch upon uh, briefly was um baseball or any professional sport the nba football um can actually start their seasons in florida or arizona the governors of those uh, respective states um uh announced in the last couple of days that uh this coming saturday you know professional sports can start opening up Obviously, no fans and things like that, but they can start opening up. And baseball's in the process of um, negotiating a return. And the NBA looks like it's imminent to coming back, too. So, sports is coming back. Things will start coming back slowly. But again, everybody's got to be smart about it. They've got to be smart about it. Because you don't want to be on the side of, oh, we opened up everything super fast. And... You know, everything spikes again and we have to do another shutdown. That's the last thing you'd want to do is open everything up. People start dying on mass numbers again and you have to shut things down again. That will decimate so many things. So many things. So, um, as you could probably tell from the beginning of this episode, um, it is very much a rebooted unscripted very very raw um return behind the mic um i did warm up as i went um i have in mind set days where i want to record i'm thinking more than once a week i don't want to give numbers or days just yet until i get into some type of routine um that is what i have in mind right now uh in being back but i do want to do this more often i i really do like being behind the mic no i don't like i love being behind the mic and talking and i want to expand this um as always to plug myself um being wordy nerdy dot wordpress dot com is you know where all this has started and i've just expanded slowly and that was one of my goals and one of the reasons why this podcast was first started was um to expand on what I already was doing, I was writing pretty much long form. I want to write a little more, not daily, but a little more often. 
instead of once or twice a month and it's just one long piece i want to uh be a little more active in that form including uh the podcasting side of it um so being wordy beingwordynerdy.wordpress.com is my blog url um so expanding back into the podcast realm i will keep the first original episode of this podcast up it'll give you a, a kind of a sense of where i had my mindset was i think i pretty much gave a very quick um rebooted you know welcome back kind of to this podcast going forward i i I will think of keeping it more focused and having a topic and uh a little more um order so you don't have to hear me ramble too much all over the place but um if you do listen to this thank you so much and that's something i have to get away from is like getting stuck on the stats of something saying oh my goodness like i got x amount of listeners i have to really get away from that and just do it because i just want to do it and it's something that's a hobby of mine and something i love to do and um i want to i want to expand myself and it started with writing a blog i I, you know i wrote uh my first website was a digital portfolio for college i think i went into this in the original first episode um but i'll just repeat it quickly here but a digital portfolio was a web uh, basically we created a website you know had a server and uh, bought my own domain url and uh wrote a website called the j effect for five years it had you know articles that i was writing for my school newspaper in college uh blogs that i was writing and then i in 2018 i shut it down like um early summer 2018 because i was paying for something that i wasn't using um i just got lazy um, and then in November of 2018, I had the itch again of like, man, I miss writing. I love it so much. So I got back into writing. I write a little more consistently and started to do it monthly. And I started to, I found a, a great design that I liked for the, for my blog. And, um, and then, uh, as I saw that into last year, I was being more consistent. I said, you know what, going into 2020, I want to expand it and start my own podcast. Because I love listening to podcasts. I listen to podcasts all the time, every day. I listen to like 10. Um, I'll dedicate an episode to what podcasts I listen to because I want to talk about that again. That I think sharing what podcasts I listen to as hopefully a continued podcaster, I think it's pretty cool because then I, you know, get guests and stuff. I, I have ideas. Let me just say that. I have ideas. But then expanding from podcasting, I want to get into like video and stuff like that. So maybe YouTube down the line, but I want to really, you know, I can turn the podcast show episodes into, you know, two, it's, I'm recording the podcast, but also having the video form as well. So like just expanding, constantly expanding and growing. That's something I like to do. That's something you'll hear as a mantra of mine is continuous growth. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm pretty much going to wrap it up there. Thank you for listening. If you took time to listen to my reboot of uh, my podcast, I, I I hope this is the start of me uh, being a little more consistent with it, to be honest. Um, I know that's not the best thing to say uh, to a, a hopefully growing audience. But please do check out my blog, beingwordynerdy.wordpress.com. Follow me on Twitter at wordynerdy. And to tie into expanding, uh, something I had a pretty cool idea of and I'm I'm just still kind of dipping my 
foot into the water a little bit with it is I oh, I uh, opened a Instagram account for being wordy nerdy in my blog. Um, I will post you know screenshots of uh, new blogs I post. I will uh, post up uh, clips of my podcast. You know once I learn how to do that, uh, I'll do some Instagram stories to promote things and instant. I'll do Instagram story instant reactions to like news that I can't you know podcast about or write about or. It'll just kind of be an extension of everything. And that, that was kind of the original idea of the podcast anyway. Of like, I'm going to write certain things, bring it to the podcast if it makes sense. If not, it'll be kind of everything will have its own thing uh, pretty much. But again, so beingwordynerdy.wordpress.com is the blog URL. I'm at wordynerdy on Twitter. That's W-E-R-D-Y, N-E-R-D-Y. Um, follow me on there. Follow me on Instagram. It, on Instagram, it's at being wordy nerdy. Um, and let's interact. Let's have a conversation about sports because that's what being wordy nerdy is all about. <laughs>